Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. What storm are you going through? Because the readings for today tell us that we can rely on our Lord when the storms of life rise rise up. We spent the weekend away because our daughters were playing basketball at a close by university. They had a three-day tournament and we drove eagerly on Friday night to spend the weekend with my sister at the ranch. We arrived there, made some burgers on the grill, and while we were there, received a call from a dear friend of ours saying that her husband was just taken to the emergency room by ambulance and that she didn't know whether he was okay or not. And she sounded so distraught that we left the burger just as we were eating it and ran to the car and drove back. It's a little over an hour, an hour and a half to where we were going up to the hospital to be with them. And when we arrived and sat with her for a few hours in the emergency room at night, we were in the storm of a moment of uncertainty, holding the hand of a friend who didn't know what to expect. The storms sometimes come in those sudden ways and they take us by surprise and sometimes we feel like we're going under the waves. Definitely my friend felt that way. And it was an honor to be able to hold her hand while she was going through it. In any storm, there is going to be something that potentially is devastating. And every single time, there's always something that is a gift. And as I was meditating, uh, we returned back from the tournament because on Saturday, we returned back to the university and ended up watching the end of the game. The girls made made it all the way to the championship game uh, in the junior varsity bracket, so we were very excited to see them thrive. But we felt the need to prioritize the call of a friend that was very distressed. In the storms of life, it is important to know where our north is and when we can't see the stars, when we can't see what's happening around us, when we're literally taken under like my friend was, seeing her husband taken away by the ambulance and without having responsiveness, we can lose our north. So sometimes a friend has to give it to us and it is a gift to be able to hold someone's hand and be north for them for a little bit. The gift that I received is that When I went inside to see him and I saw that he had sort of tunnel vision and he couldn't really uh, move his head and talk normally, um, I asked him if I could pray over him and I did. And I went outside of the room and I told my friend, I have holy water and you could anoint him with it. And she went inside, she anointed him He fell into a deep sleep, and when he came out of the sleep, he was talking normally, and he was himself again. 
So we have a God that is a God of signs, miracles, and wonders. He asks us to extend it to each other in faith, just like we see in the readings for today. In the first reading, we see that Job is talking with God, and there is mention of a storm. God says he's the one who shuts within doors the sea, and he makes the clouds, and he sets the limits and fastens all of creation, and he is the one that can say, proud waves, be still. We have to know that sometimes we are going to be the ones holding the hand while we are praying that God make a miracle and help. And the responsorial Psalm 107 reminds us the same way about the topic for today. The deep waters can see the works of the Lord. And today I am giving thanks to our Heavenly Father because His wonders in the abyss of our life are just trustworthy and praiseworthy. The psalm says his command raised up a storm wind which tossed its waves on high. They mounted up to heaven. So our pleas mount up to heaven even if the storms are great. Sometimes others are going to pray for us. Sometimes we're going to be the ones praying and crying out to the Lord in our distress as we hear in the psalm that we are asking the Lord to hush the storm to a gentle breeze and the billows of the sea to be stilled. In that we give thanks to the Lord because his love is everlasting, because his wondrous deeds to the children of men continue into our life. Are you asking so that you can receive? Because these are the promises of our everlasting Father. We continue reading from the second letter to the Corinthians in chapter 5. And there are some of my favorite verses in all of the Bible here. We hear that the Lord is impelling us through his love to be convicted in our hearts to know that he died for all of us. And that in that death we have died to the way life is and we can expect things to be different when we look at them from a divine perspective. There's not a lot that can be said that is good about driving in a crazy way to a hospital wondering what is going on with one's friend and the uncertainty of knowing what one will find when one arrives. But in it, we found the strength and the bonds of friendship strengthened by this event. We found a strengthening of faith. We found a redirection because every time we're in the hospital, the person there can redirect their lives and those that are there to support can do the same. So in the midst of a storm, we find gifts. This reading in Second Corinthians says, Whoever is in Christ is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. And this is my wish for my friend at the hospital, that this can be a wake-up call, as the doctor said, to make new changes and habits and to realize that we can make things anew. In Mark chapter 4, where we've been reading, 
we find Jesus saying, let's cross to the other side. And these can be a message as well for my friend, for myself. Once we've seen that our actions, maybe the way we eat or the way we uh, get busy every day, we don't sleep enough, maybe we don't exercise enough, we can cross to the other side on logistics for our life and we can leave the old ways behind and become new, become new. We find the, the apostles in the boat, frightened to death because the boat, is, the boat is being tossed around. Jesus wakes up from his slumber and says, quiet, be still. And I felt the Lord saying that to my heart as I drove to my friend and then in my friend as she received my visit and a couple other people that came by to give support and company. And we can say that to each other, quiet, be still. And in that, the wind of anxiety or the wind of desperation can cease. Jesus asks, why are you terrified? We get terrified in the storms of life. Do you not have faith yet? They were filled with awe, saying, Who then is this whom even the wind and the sea obey? He is our Lord. And we come to him to say, Father Almighty, thank you for being with us in the storms of life. Thank you for calming the waters, for making the wind go quiet. Thank you because you did it in old times and in new times. You want us to be a new creation, full of faith, knowing that in your signs, miracles, and wonders still performed today, you are present so that we can distribute the graces of your son's death. We've all died in him. We are a new creation, and we claim that creation, Father, for your glory. We ask all things in the name of Jesus with thanksgiving, Father. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.